Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Books and Bevies. What's your bevy? Back on the ball. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just trying to roll right into it. <laughs> Clearly, we never do that. That's true. Um, I was too excited. I have, I'm in school mode. I'm just trying to get things done off my checklist. I love, that's irrelevant. Actually, we can just move on. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say I love checklists. Oh, same. <laughs> That's not that's not a very exciting fact for me to share though, nor is it book uh-huh. relevant, but I'm gonna talk about it though, because I feel like um most people really like having like checklists and things on their phone. I like a good pen and paper checklist, like actually checking it off. Like it's just sometimes I write down really mundane tasks onto my checklist so I can check them off even if I've already completed the task for the day and I'm like I need to write that down so I can check it off and then I just feel slightly better Mm -hmm. um checklists love checklists also do you want to see what I got this was my Christmas present to myself and I'm very excited about it and they are helping me study so freaking much are you ready yeah I can't tell if they're headphones or earmuffs. Headphones. Okay. <laughs> they're beats. Ooh, nice. I know. I can I can see it when you turn sideways. I couldn't tell from the front. Yeah, they like muffle so much sound outside. So like when I'm at the library, I just put in like my study music and I just like I just went for it. I got so much done today. This was my first day studying with these. They're a fun color. I like them. I know. Decided to add a little bit of spice to my life. I wear a lot of black, so I wanted to add just like a pop of color to my wardrobe. Of course, I went with red instead of something more approachable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually unsurprised that you chose red. <laughs> and they come in a little case. I'm going to take fucking good care of them. I think one of my New Year's resolutions is to take better care of my stuff. I feel like I use things with reckless abandon. 
I think that too. When like my mom gives me things from when she was my age. Mm-hmm. And I think of how I like my clothes or like my purses or anything like that. I'm like, this is not going to last another 30 years. How did she do that? Am I chaotic with my items or was she just like too careful or I don't, I don't know what's happening, but she is a very soft woman. Like, I feel like she, she cares about. I feel like she takes care of things. Yeah. I should work on that. Yeah. That was like one of my new year's resolutions. I talked to Shaq about it actually over Christmas. Cause he's kind of like us. Like he was like, I have so many sweaters that I love. And then I just spill something on them. And it's like, it's like, I'm not even trying to be careful when I'm eating and I'm just being crazy. <laughs> and it's like, I do that too. It's like, I'm drinking a coffee and then I look down and there's a stain and it's coffee. So it's like actually going to stain. And then there are some people who just like, don't ruin their things. (laughs) (laughs) Skill I want. (laughs) I've actually gotten so much better in the past like couple weeks. So I'm very happy. Proud of you. Thanks. So what's your baby? Ah, wow. (laughs) You're more on the ball than I am today. To be fair, uh, I tried to ask you that like 15 minutes ago and then we got sidetracked. So, <laughs> um, My bevy this week is neutrals. I'm drinking a grapefruit neutral vodka soda. Can't go wrong. Same vodka nice. soda. Well, slightly not as good as it could be. Right, because it's flat. Do you have a reason for drinking this week episode? I handed in my factum. Ooh. I'm very excited. I I'm just excited to have it done. I do have a lot of other things to do now, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. However, one thing is completed. I did get to check that off my list. And yeah, what about you? Um, I think I drank this episode because hmm. your quiz that you're about to crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am finally at a point where I'm able to focus. <laughs> I'm finally at a point where I'm able to focus more on school because my life is less chaotic and I cut my hours at work, um, which is super nice. And I'm actually grasping the concepts, which is shock to everyone um (laughs) but yeah it's really exciting um and I'm excited to like just kind of keep keep going with it I'm having a good time with my school so something I never thought I would be able to do was get a university education so the fact that I'm doing it is just fucking exciting yeah that is exciting um I think that's all Things are suspiciously good in my life right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's the calm before the storm. You know what you need to listen to? Before the Storm by Nick Jonas and Miley Cyrus. Bitch. (laughs) Absolute banger. You think I haven't listened to that song? 
No, but I'm just saying because it's so calm in your life now, I feel like it's a suitable time. I thought you were like trying to recommend a song to me and I was like, excuse me, you and I used to listen to that album on repeat. (laughs) Yeah, we went through the Jonas Brothers phase together, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. My poor mother who had to listen to us while we watched like the live Jonas Brothers DVD that I had. I can't like some memories are just like I can vaguely accept that that happened and it's not like a strong memory very unfortunately us in like your living room watching that Jonas Brothers DVD and yelling at the TV I cannot forget as much as I want to I will never forget it and I apologize to your mother because that was honestly no wonder she didn't want you to ever sleep over at my place and no wonder your parents made us sleep on the trampoline inside (laughs) maybe that's why uh um your mom thought I was a bad influence (laughs) because we were yelling about the Jonas Brothers yes checks out checks out chaos in my brain okay so we read that's not what i'm trying to tell you (laughs) this week no this episode no for this episode we read the way i used okay rewind cut that out i'm ready again for this episode we read the way i used to be i am stop laughing (laughs) that one was good okay (laughs) cut that out ready um I just stop laughing. I'm ready. I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> okay. For this episode, we read The Way I Used to Be by Amber Smith. And it's about a girl named Eden who was sexually assaulted and then basically trying to I think the story is about her trying to tell someone or like heal from the situation. Um, I think to start, if you get, if you actually do read to the very um, end of the book, um, she does make it clear that this book is fiction. Um, but then she puts like um, a hotline and that you can call and like people listen and talk to you and things like that. So there's like a nice little message at the end, which I appreciated. Thanks. Like we again, this is another one of those moments where it's like we try to be a funny, lighthearted comedy podcast and we chose a book about sexual assault. Because I have a pile of books that I'm reading. Yeah, this might be a slightly more serious episode for those of you who are who are used to our um comedic genius on the show. Um <laughs> thanks. <laughs> We are definitely, we don't want to take this uh, topic too lightly. We're going to not make it like super heavy, but we also don't want to take it too lightly. So, yeah, I think just like a general focus, less so on the actual topic of the book, more of the book itself. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, keep it light and breezy, despite it not being light and breezy. Mm -hmm. And obviously... If you haven't read this book and we're thinking about reading this book, um, huge, 
huge trigger warning before you even pick up the book. There are some pretty graphic depictions of sexual assault, like within the first chapter, I think it was like, it was pretty, Yeah, I think it's immediate. Yeah. So. Like it was immediately like zero to a hundred. So, um, that's not really a spoiler, uh, because again, it happens in the first chapter. And I think on the back of the book, it tells you right away that it's about a sexual assault survivor, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it says it says right on the back of the book. So okay. So yeah, in case in case that could be a trigger for you, maybe don't pick up this book because it it's it was hard for me to read, and I have never had to go through that. So actually, at one point, because this was another book, I've been like I said, I've been reading a lot on breaks at work. There was one I started the book at work and I was pretty hungover and during the first chapter I was like oh my god this book is gonna make me freaking vomit I was like that's that's how bad I'm I'm also very sensitive and like super empathetic so like you know do with that what you will I feel like a lot of people can read it and not feel like they're gonna throw up but I I was affected by it and like I said have never gone through that so yeah yeah, it's definitely a, a bit of a harder, harder book to read. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing like our fantasy books that we were <laughs> deeply in a mere few weeks ago. Um, I don't know. The book is divided up into like three parts, I think. Uh, no, four. It's like freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. Um these are very, these are American terms. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always find it funny reading about it. Cause I never, I never know what year they're talking about when they Same. go, Oh, like sophomore. I'm like, okay, is that 10th grade or <laughs> what is that? But then I, I think the I, only one I know is senior because <laughs> that's grade 12. <laughs> I don't, why are you a junior right before you're a senior, like freshman and then sophomore, and then you're a junior logically that doesn't make sense to me um so yeah I feel like that should be a fair warning I did not know what year we were in (laughs) yeah I also largely did not know what year we were in um I figured it out after reading like the that like at one point in the first part it says that she's 14 so then I was able to figure it out after that yeah, it's chronological, which one would assume, but it's just those words don't mean anything to me because we don't use them. So I was like, same. Where are we? What time in what life is, happening? is this? Confused. Yes. Felt that a little bit. Um it's it's quite I don't want to say an easy read. It's very quick to read yeah it's not like I don't know I mean again going from fantasy to this book um this book was a lot easier to read because again it's like it takes place in real life so it's like not grasping a bunch of new worlds and new character names that you can't pronounce like um yeah it was just like it wasn't kind of 
reminded me of it ends with us in the like the type of writing it was like a similar writing yes. style I feel like you're right um I feel like also there was a lot of hype for this book that I was aware of on book talk and stuff. I did not have any hype for this book. Okay. I, 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 I've heard a lot of things about this book. I thought it was fine in comparison to what people were saying about it. Yeah, I don't really know if there's anything that we can say that's super spoiler-free as per usual. Um, at least I think the past couple books, we haven't really been able to say much. Because again, like this book kind of like, I think because this book kind of starts at 100 and it starts at like the main kind of problem and said problem like I don't know there wasn't really anything in this book that like surprised me there wasn't any major twists it was very just yeah it's just I I think it was not meant to be surprising it was more of like I guess informative in a way I feel like um like I feel like I after reading this book, I can like understand the thought process more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this is one of the books, one of like the kinds of books that's just like a valuable book to read. Yeah. Rather than like a, it's more of a, you read it because you get something out of it rather than read it to read it if that makes any sense no that totally makes sense that makes sense to me because yeah I feel like I learned a lot from this book and I feel like there were definitely moments where it was hard to empathize with the main character um but overall like I think it was like a valid story to be told Or there were definitely some points of frustration for me with this book. But that's like like kind of a reality of the healing process. Is it's not healing isn't linear, as they always say. It's got peaks and valleys. Stop looking at me like that. I was just, I was waiting for you to do the wave. <laughs> but I can tell what you're about to do telepathy <laughs> what is that thing it's like it's from a t- movie i think where instead of like um <laughs> one of the kids says to the other kids that like you're telepathetic yeah i think what is was, what show is that i want to say it was sweet life of zach and cody i feel like that was london tipton it seems like something she would say i can accept that yeah it fits I also recently rewatched *A Sweet Life of Zack and Cody*. Good show, like it still hits even as an adult. Those ones are the best ones where they're good when you're a kid and good when you're an adult, because that's just constant good. Um, some shows when you rewatch them are atrocious and cringy. 
I tried to watch rewatch the OC and I physically could not like it was pretty I loved it okay pretty low (laughs) we don't talk about that one I still don't know who A is um so like okay fun fact just to like lighten the mood we're just gonna go on like mini tangents to like lighten the mood so that way we don't have to uh try to make light of an incredibly heavy topic that should be fucking respected um but Katrina and I we were obsessed with Pretty Little Liars uh in high school and every Tuesday we would hang out in our basement and we would watch watch it we would get our snacks and we were so freaking invested in the show and we were very hellbent on the fact that like I was Aria and Katrina was Spencer and it was it was a whole thing and it was in hindsight incredibly cringy but here we are see I can't tell if I am the way I am because I've based my personality off Spencer or if it's because I was already like that because when I think of you I feel like if I had to pick any of the characters I would still say Arya same but at that point in our life were you like Arya I don't know hmm I'm going to just ignore that comment completely because I don't like the way it makes me feel. And I'm going to say that we were already like the characters and we were just very (laughs) self-aware for 14-year-olds. Fair enough. I like that better too. Yeah. Um, So back to the way I used to be. What is your, what are your thoughts overall rating? Okay. Don't like. Okay, so (laughs) do I? I'm gonna write mine down so it doesn't sway. My I'm gonna write mine down too. I gotta think about it. I think. Okay, locking that in. Um, it's definitely on the lower side. Um, just because also our, my opinion might be a little bit skewed because I just read a book that I like really, really loved and I rated the last book a 9.5 out of 10. And then reading this book, it was definitely harder to read because of the depictions of sexual assault. Uh, and I feel like also um, as just like a not really an aside, but also... We have made it very clear that fantasy books are what we like, and this very clearly is not a fantasy book. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't, like, I'm kind of coming to, ter- a lot, of, I'm definitely coming to terms with the fact that a lot of the books on book talk that are this genre, I'm just not going to like as much as, like, clearly a large number of people, like, love these books. Like, they loved It Ends With Us, and they apparently love this book, too. Um, I don't know what it is about this specific style of writing that just really doesn't do anything for me. Um, but, I mean, I do think it's, like, I, I'm happy that I read it, I will say, because, like, 
I think it puts into perspective like a lot of important topics and you know there are some like educational like little moments in there that like are things that I never would have thought about um however I gave it a 6.5 six point five question mark <laughs> nice because I feel like it's like it is above average for like what it is like I definitely liked it a lot more than I liked it ends with us um I, I was more engaged in this book than I was with it and it ends with us like but I I don't like I didn't really look forward to picking it up as much as I have with like other books where it's like some of the books that we've read for this podcast I've like literally read them so quick and I like I can't put them down whereas with this book it was more like oh I'll like I I like I, I enjoy it I feel like yeah I feel like if it wasn't for this podcast it would have taken me a lot longer to read this book I feel like that's fair yeah um I also gave it like a six six point five I feel like overall it's written it's written fine it's like the story's fine nothing about it is negative it's just nothing about it was wow I have to read it again I have to tell everyone to read it it was nothing like that it was just it was just a regular book for me Mm -hmm. just with a slightly more important topic than something else I feel like that's the only reason I would or like am glad I read it I feel like if it was just on like nothing but the same style and vibe of writing mm, no Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely feel like the main character in this book too uh there's def like it's definitely a a type of perspective that I've never read from before so I found that interesting and that was also a big redeeming like quality of the book is like it was um, interesting reading from Eden's perspective because she's like very opposite from me as a character. Um, so yeah, like that was that was another kind of enjoyable part of the book. The characters were really good, in my opinion. I liked the characters in the book. The characters had some depth and growth character development <sighs> not a lot of twists but i mean that's fine we're actually like- we were learning about that in um my criminal law class we're just doing sexual assault it is so sad like the history of our legal system dealing with sexual assault mm-hmm like and not even history like current issues are ingrained into our system but like just reading about how it was like specifically codified some of these things that were like blatantly sexist and I was like but no I feel like as someone who has never gone through it it's definitely like hard to read something like that just because like personally I know I know people who have been sexually assaulted 
and there was always like a a kind of like a distance for me like not like intentionally but just because I couldn't even like imagine because like I feel like you don't really realize just how bad it is until you experience it or until you know someone who's experienced it um and this book does do a really good job of like being like hey hey dudes this sucks like we should be taking it seriously um and it should be easier for people to come forward which I think is a, a major theme in the book is like you know a lot of people who go through through it don't feel like they can come forward and it's important that they do because otherwise there's never going to be any change yeah that that was like um um an old I don't know if it was a law or it's like an old rule or something like that where um basically it was like time sensitive so if you didn't come forward right away and then they're like oh okay so obviously nothing bad happened and like these things were in our criminal law system being like oh okay and like it's just that people didn't have an education or like understanding on like what goes on or like what happens to you when things like this happen like the trauma response obviously but just like I I I do think like picking this book for this time was really interesting specifically for me just because I was learning about um sexual assault in Canadian criminal law at the exact same time just gave me kind of two perspectives Mm -hmm. yikes I hate the legal system sometimes as a woman I just I don't like it also there's this fucking okay so like I don't I don't know I feel like I I actually have had like a lot of good experiences with cops like personally uh, I've also had some pretty terrible experiences with cops um but when you work at a grocery store there are security guards or at least at Save on Foods there's security guards and they're literally all of them want to become cops or most of them except for like a small handful I all of the ones who want to become cops are just the douchiest terrible people on the face of the fucking earth and like just like have no empathy for people in like poverty and like just holy fuck there's this one guy one security guard at my work his name is Gavin I think oh my god I'm gonna hit him all he like he's also the type of guy who thinks that like girls are going to be impressed by him because he's a security guard and because he wants to be a cop so he like flirts with all of the girls including me and I'm like dude I'm not leave me alone um but there was this one time he there was this like homeless man that was paying or trying to pay at a till um not my till but like he was having some trouble paying not like he wasn't being rowdy he was literally just like trying to pay and he was like counting his change and like I don't know I always treat homeless people with like the empathy like obviously within a limit but like you know if they're being totally fine to me and not like being an issue and they're just like having a hard time counting all of their change I'm gonna have patience I don't care I get paid by the hour like I literally don't give two shits um but it, it ended up being that like and 
So the guy was like counting out his change and the, the guy's like standing at the end of the till, like all like, <laughs> I'm a big security guard man. And he was like arms crossed, like staring at him. Um, and it ended up that he like couldn't pay and he was like, oh, sorry, I can't pay. And like he had to leave, but he was like not being an issue. He was just like, oh, I don't have enough money. Grabbed his money and like walked out or like started walking out. And then the guy was like walking behind him to like escort him out, even though it was not necessary. And uh this homeless man found a dime on the ground and like bent over to pick up the dime and like picked up his like the dime that he found on the ground and the security guard was like no 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 give it here and I was like are you fucked this man that just couldn't afford to eat and you're not letting him have a dime that you found on the ground and then he comes up to me to flirt with me and he was like I yeah I wasn't gonna let him have it and I was like do you seriously expect me to be impressed by you right now, dude? I think you're an asshole. Hmm. Right? I had to rant about that because I hate this guy. That sounds like a terrible person. And it's like all of the all of the security guards that want to be cops are exactly like that. Like they're such douchebags and they like just fucking typecast people and they're so aggressive towards homeless people. And it's like, yeah, some of them are some of them have problems and some of them do try to steal and some of them are aggressive but like a lot of the times they're just going through some shit dude i feel like the more i study law the more it surprises me that like uh, police officers can become police officers without this level of like legal knowledge and basically enforce the law, but with weapons. I'm like, all right, so why do I have to go to school for three years after my undergrad degree to be able to argue about this with my words while you can just, you do the same, but with a gun? Yeah. Like, that seems crazy to me. Like, do you not know, need to, like, understand the law better? And like, cause like, it's not like we just like learn about the law either. We learn about like the background issues, like systemic problems and things like that. And so like, I feel like if they had this kind of training, maybe you'd have a bit more empathy. Yeah. I can't even imagine it from like a different viewpoint. Cause like, obviously like, like the way things affect me do not affect other people the same way. Mm-hmm. And just like, if I can see and feel the issues around it, man. Yeah. Like what is happening? Yeah. It blows my mind. Also. Oh, actually um, just to like kind of keep going with this for like two more seconds. Um, apparently in England, cops don't have weapons or at least not guns and apparently the way they deal with issues is just like so much better because like the way they have to walk up to like say a homeless person they have to walk up to them and be like hey dude you're kind of being rowdy like <laughs> that's exactly what they have except with a british strict. accent hey dude um <laughs> no but they have to like try to de-escalate the situation as opposed to like just being like, oh, be scared of me because I have a weapon. You have to take me seriously because I have a weapon. They're like, no, you have to take me seriously because if I respect you, you respect me. 
Also, if, if anyone came up to me and was like, hit it, I don't think I <laughs> That immediately de-escalates the situation. <laughs> but, but British. <laughs> it's hey dude, but British. Hey dude, but British. <laughs> In England, they go, hey dude. But like, imagine it, imagine it, that was British. That's what they do. How do you do that British? Hey, dude, I can't do it. It's, uh, yeah, uh, mentally, it, I think it's just going to come out. Hey, dude. <laughs> Oi, mate. <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't think I can I literally do literally can't accent. say it. Hey, how do you say hey in a British accent? I think it's just hey. Like, I can't make it British. What about dude? Dude? Dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> it's the same it's the same so maybe it's not maybe it is just hey dude maybe hey no it sounds very not british though when we say hey dude hey dude no Mm. good evening dude 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 I did. No. <laughs> I feel like I'm just changing the pitch of my voice. Hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not British. Um, <laughs> I apologize for trying to do an accent. That was not good. Nope. Not Maybe skilled. I just cut this whole thing out. <laughs> yeah, I was, we took the hey, dude, and went deep. <laughs> All right, so. Anyways, now to the, uh, I'm ready to talk about spoilers. You ready to talk about spoilers? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, let's us see. All right. You know what I thought was mildly amusing? Um, okay. In, you know, we're starting in that in that tone. Um, it's basically when Eden is talking to Josh for like the first time on the grass. Mm-hmm. And she like thinks to herself, she's like, I feel bad for him. He's probably really good at making small talk with girls. This isn't his fault. And I could not help but relate to, to what she was thinking. And I was like, same. It really is like a conversation is a two-way thing. And sometimes even people that are really good at having conversations, I can ruin it with like an um, unbelievable talent because I That's don't true. know what to say. You are I was particularly like, bad at having a conversation. I related to that. And I was like, that's funny. I, I have thought that exact thing where I'm like, I feel really bad for this other person because I'm uncomfortable with what's happening right now. So I know they must be uncomfortable too. Yeah, I feel like there were so many like mature, not mature. Well, yeah, mature too, but like, kind of like heavier topics in this book is like one of my highlighted things was when um Eden and Steven um are like doing their project on Christopher Columbus and they were like it's Christopher Columbus like the hero or bad guy or whatever the frick and um they talk about like Native Americans and stuff like that so it's like not only are we talking about sexual assault for a large part of this book we also get into the fucked up history of native americans just a tad yeah it really did go into a lot of a lot of dark themes yeah this is a this is a dark theme book important subjects to learn yeah, I didn't want to say learn because I don't want to say I learned about sexual assault, but like. That's true. I mean, it does bring awareness to certain things because like I feel like. Yeah, I feel I like know. that's exactly the right word for it. It brings awareness to like what someone could be going through. Yeah after something like this but like obviously it's different for everyone like it's not like a blanket statement but it's just like a you know blankie statement it's a small blanket i thought that was good don't ignore my comment (laughs) i was just passing on um (laughs) And I just thought of another theme, like a dark theme that was in the book. The mom hits Eden just one time. 
but like so josh's dad being an alcoholic slash drug addict yeah oh my god there's actually a lot that happens in this book i feel like going on didn't even realize everyone is going through something not great in also like teen drinking and drug use is Yeah, oh yeah. There's, there's a lot of themes in this book. A lot of themes, and n- none of them are light. <laughs> yeah, this is, none of these are light topics. Um, something mildly light. They were in a book club in the Just book. Just like we all are right and now. And we're also in a book club. So I thought that was a little bit of inception. Um, fun. That's true. Who doesn't like a good book club? Um, what, what are your thoughts on Josh? I loved him and I understood, okay, this was like my frustration with the book was that I was a big fan of Josh and I was like, oh my God, he's so good. Eden, get your <laughs> shit together and fall in love with him. <laughs> I understand that that would like completely... just take away from the actual plot of the book and the actual point of the book itself so like I get it but I wanted them to fall in love and be happy but I guess like the whole point of this book was that it's sad but it wasn't like sad enough that it you know because like I never I didn't cry at all during this book I I feel like it was almost a happy ending like happy in a sense like yeah like they what you terms. want for eden happens at the end is yeah like, yeah so it's, it's not happy per se but like it's and they were happier definitely, yeah but it's just like there were so many times during the book where it's like and i understand that like a large point of the book was the fact that she like is having a hard time speaking like up about her sexual assault and therefore is having problems like making connections with anyone and like having a problem speaking about anything um but I was just like Eden fuck (laughs) like when he said that he loved her the first time and she just like rolled over and was like I'm gonna go to bed and I was like yeah I you know what I would do to have a boy like Josh I feel like I didn't Like, I just felt bad for him. Um, And, like, Eden Eden lies about her age to him. Like, that was not great. And then, however, I didn't... I think this also took away from my enjoyment of the book. I didn't love how they, like, brought Josh back in the end. And then he had, like, a girlfriend. And then he was, like, confessing his love to Eden. That's true. I thought that was so unnecessary and didn't have any value. It was just making Josh out to, like, seem like a bit of a dick. I was like, why would you do that? Like, there, there was no point in it. I feel like this is another one of those books that maybe were a little bit too, like, old even though I know that it's like for young adults, but I feel like we, like, I feel like if I read this in when I was like 16 or 17 or maybe even 18, basically like before the age of 20, as long as I was, as long as I was still a teen at the end of my age, 
I yeah. feel like I would have been like, oh my God, this book is so sad. And you know, mm. like, I feel like it would be different if I was a little bit younger. You're honestly right. Yeah. I feel like some of these things I like read too far into. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I did not love Josh's character arc. I thought it would have been nicer if he was just like, look, I am here for you. I love the past tense you. Um, let's be friends. I feel like that would have been more of a, like, he still cares for her, but like, this, like she needs to heal and he has a girlfriend and that's that not, I have a girlfriend, but I'll break up with her to be with you because I still love you. You are everything to me. And then Eden's like, no, why was that necessary? It didn't. And then it was like, okay, let's be friends. You could have started there. Yeah, it's true. I didn't really like that at the end as much as I like wanted them to be together. I feel like it would have made more sense if they had like brought that up or if, if that had been brought up and then she said, yes, then I would have been like, oh, that shows like Eve's character development. Yeah. Eve? Eden's I just said Eve. Eve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't even know the characters in the book. Um, yeah, because I thought it was going to be a moment where like she was like, oh, like I'm, I've come forward. I'm dealing with this. Like I'm ready to like fall in love and like be loved again. But then that just didn't like happen. So it kind of was like, I was like expecting a character arc with Eden and then it just like fell flat. Not totally flat, but just like not, not yeah. as much change as I was expecting or as I wanted. I, um, oh, Stephen, I also felt so bad for. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't empathize. Like, I, it, again, this is probably us reading too much into the book. And, like, I, I say us as if I expect you to share the same opinion as me. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, even bothered to say it first. You're just like, this is an us opinion. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know. I also, I have a hard time empathizing with people or who like are like just blatantly mean to like good people. What are your thoughts on Steven? I loved his character. I really like, I didn't really have a character that I hated in this book except Kevin Kevin obviously <laughs> like, what's wrong with you <laughs> well he wasn't like a big character <laughs> there there was a clear answer to who you should dislike in this book it's Kevin well no but like he wasn't like a big like I'm just thinking of like the main characters yeah like, like he wasn't actually part of the story you're right but like he was he was the like fucking antagonist but he wasn't yeah what did you think of um i think kevin's sister's name is like mandy yeah amanda i why like i did not understand why she was like they don't tell back up slightly mandy is basically uh, mad at eden throughout the whole book and it doesn't tell you why until the end so like the whole time i was like i wonder what could have happened and what did what did you think it was I think it was because, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Kevin 
lied to Amanda saying that he had had consensual sex with Eden. But I don't know why that made her so mad. Yeah, like that that was the thing. Like I we got an answer in the end, but like the whole time I was like I have no idea what she could have possibly been told. So then I thought yeah, I thought it was going to be like the other way around, like yeah, that Eden had sexually assaulted him or like had yeah. done something like that. But yeah. all it was was Kevin said they had consensual sex and then his little sister was furious. I was like, okay, but... And was, like, just being super freaking brutal to Eden, like, with what she wrote on, like, the bathroom stalls and, like, just did not let up until Eden was in senior year. Like, it was just very strange. Yeah, I I didn't understand that storyline at all. But this also could be one of those things that maybe we just didn't get it. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a lot of those... (laughs) <laughs> it's a reoccurring theme of the podcast is that you and I don't, don't really understand what we're reading. I know nothing. <laughs> That's the, if you take anything out of listening, we don't know anything. Um, but we sure do like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the people that know nothing that talk the loudest. So, <laughs> and we have a whole platform to do so. Um, but yeah, so I forget what we were talking about, but I, again, the the thing that made this like feel very young to me, and I feel like this kind of, this, there was a trope in this book that just, I feel like it, it just made the book feel so much younger. Cause like in the very beginning or in like the first part of the book, maybe it was the second part. I don't remember. But the trope uh, where Eden and Mara both got contacts instead of wearing their glasses and got like a million times hotter, to me, that is just so overused. And I just like, it takes me right out of any book or any movie because I'm like, holy frick, it's been done. Like, also, you don't look that different with or without glasses. Exactly. Like, it makes no difference. Um, yeah. I- <laughs> I forgot about that that's true I also think like maybe another reason I wasn't like a huge fan it is written in a way because it's from the perspective of Eden like it's written in the tone of a 14 15 16 year old girl obviously we are past that age I feel like some of the vibe in the book is like 15 year old things mm-hmm. so just like it's un unrelatable for us yeah I, d- I will say though that I feel like not 100% of the time but a, like a good amount of times like the stuff that Eden and Mara were like worrying about or like talking about did kind of like remind me of us when we were that age so that was kind of like a say at least it was like not like presently relatable, but like relatable in the sense where I'm like, oh, that's something that Katrina and I would do. Yeah, you know, like they, they, they do chat like friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did also like uh, Eden's older brother. Um, he had a 
he also had not the greatest time in the book, but I like that he was quick to believe his sister. Like, obviously he, he had a hard time accepting that like his best friend would do something like that, but he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the one to take you to the police station. Like, I'll be there with you. I'll do anything you need. Like, I believe you. And I was like, good (laughs) as you should (laughs) that is how it should go yeah I liked um in this book I liked the people's reactions like when she did eventually come forward I do feel like this book does a good job of showing that it is never the victim's fault and um I think that shows in the way that people reacted to her coming forward there wasn't a single person who didn't believe her. There wasn't a single person who didn't support her. Um, it was just like, okay, we're going to the police. Okay, like, I'm, I'm going to kill that guy. Like, you know, it was, I liked that part of it. Maybe liked is a bit of a strong word, but I felt like that was a good perspective. It was an all right book. It's basically about like, a teenager going through a traumatic experience. Um, It was written fine. It was a fine story. Um, Not my favorite book, but not bad. That's all I have to say. Honestly, I don't think I can add much to that. I feel like it was an important read and I am happy that I read it. But it's it's very much it ends with us vibes. Yeah, but just like a little bit better. Actually, quite better than it ends with us. I don't want to. Didn't. Okay. Um. Now, tell me your favorite quote. Okay. I honestly didn't mm, highlight a lot of things, so I don't think I honestly didn't have a quote that like really stood out to me, where it's like couple books I feel like I have um but one of them was when Maya was getting mad at Eden and she said all you have to do to get over a guy is take a shower that's pathetic I liked that one and then the other one that I thought of that like isn't really a not really like a a really good like line in the book but I thought it was important is when she says it's not a free pass not an excuse about how just because Kevin was sexually assaulted doesn't mean that he gets to sexually assault other people um so that was another Uh, one that I highlighted yeah I realized we didn't really talk about that I do like how that was um like brought in like a little bit of Kevin's past because I feel like we were talking about it in um like the last book we read where um, the king had like nothing where you could think about like why they were doing what they were doing. But like Kevin, although like she's very right in saying it doesn't give you a free pass. It, it makes you like understand some of the things that he's going through too, which I felt like it made him seem more of like a person and not just this terrible being. Yeah. Like he had a, a reason for being the way he was not an excuse he did have like a reason like there was an explanation behind it it wasn't just like this guy is awful 
Anyway, so what are yours? Because you said you thought mine was going to be the same as yours. And I feel like I must have missed one. I feel like you must have. Okay, so I have two. Um, My first one was uh, the human brain is truly an amazing organ. Because despite all the nauseous thoughts electrifying my neurons at that moment, somewhere in the dark folds and recesses, I was genuinely impressed that he used the word genre correctly. I immediately love that line because I thought of the time where you were like ranting about something and then you use like a new word <laughs> this when we're like teenagers or something and then you immediately paused and were like did you like the use of that word <laughs> and then kept going in your angry rant and that's exactly what I thought of. I know exactly the word it was. I'm pretty sure it was audacity. Yes, audacity. You're like, I can't believe she had the audacity. And then goes, do you like that? Do you like that I use that word? (laughs) That's exactly what I thought of when I read that book or read that part. Um, And then my second favorite quote was, she had sex with her boyfriend, and I almost stole a cat. I like that one. Giggled. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, there was some good, some good, uh, some good moments. Yeah, they, there like are was- like lighthearted bits in the book. It's not just constant sadness because mm-hmm. I realize we talked a lot about the constant sadness part of it there are other bits mm-hmm. there's layers there's levels it's like an onion so yeah do you have a favorite character <laughs> Steven mm. I'm pr- you know what Maybe Cameron. Ooh. He he went over and stood up for his friend when uh, Eden was mean to him. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a good friend. Yeah. And he was in book club. Um, I'm trying to think of anything that he did that was negative. I mean, he I wasn't like great to Mara in the beginning. Like he was a little bit hot and cold in the beginning. Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe the brother. Brother was good. I like Josh. Yeah, his weird confession of love ruined it for me. Yeah, except for the end. If that hadn't happened, Josh would be like a landslide favorite. Maybe the stoner boys. I forget their names, but they were just like unproblematic and just kind of there to get high and have a good time. I also forget their names. Yeah, I feel like and there wasn't really a character that I like loved and again this is like comparing I feel like because we came from a book that we loved so strongly and immediately fell in love with like one of the characters Jace (laughs) Jace (laughs) it's it's hard to 
pick? I feel like it, it, that's just like a constant for me though. Like in, um, uh, in books that are real life settings, uh, it's like, I don't usually have like a favorite character that I'm like, wow, I love this person. They're too real. Like, yeah. They're just like a regular person. Um, With flaws. I, uh, and layers. Onion. That's not what I want. I want a magical, all-powerful, you know, maybe with wings, um, dark hair, perhaps lives in the night court. <laughs> <laughs> we will get there when we read the books, Katrina. Uh, if you know, but you if know. You, but, like, for the listeners, if you know, you know. And it's coming. Yeah, but, like, that's what I mean. Like, things like that, you can be, like, wow i love that person because they're they're not a person they're like a they don't i don't want to say they don't have flaws but it's not the same it's not like a human flaw whereas like when it's not set in a fantasy world they're just like regular people flaws you're like okay yeah so no no really no really favorite character for me no not really no no standout characters All right, I think that's all I have to say. Do you have anything to add? Um, no, I don't think so. It is a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, People do like book. it, so it's quite popular. So <laughs> um, don't take our opinions too seriously. <laughs> Also, if you are this far into listening to the podcast and you take us seriously, I don't know what to tell you. Please stop. I think you need to (laughs) rewind to the first episode and realize, oh, there's nothing to trust. (laughs) Listen to the episode called What again, and (laughs) you will understand. All right. So next episode, we will be reading uh, another duology. Um, This is one that I have been very excited about and looking forward to for a very long time. We will be reading Six of Crows. Very big on book talk. I've heard very good things. And it's fantasy. As we have stated, um, we are officially. I think, I think in this is transitioning into a fantasy podcast. I think mostly fantasy. We are going to still sprinkle in some other books here and there because, like, I do enjoy them, just not as much. Yeah, but I, I definitely do have a few on my list still of like books that I want to read that aren't fantasy, but you know. Nothing like a good fantasy book. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. Anyways. I haven't read the back of the book yet. One second. <laughs> Quick power read. All right. So from what I gather, Katrina has already started this book because she always starts the books before I do. Um. This book, from what I know, is basically about a heist 
Um, and there's a little blurb on the back of the book. Do you have the physical copy or are you like, okay. So there's like a little um, blurb on the back of the book that says he can't pull it off alone. A convict with a thirst for revenge, a sharpshooter who can't walk away from a wager, a runaway with a privileged past, a spy known as the Wraith, a heartrender using her magic to survive the slums, and a thief with the gift for unlikely escapes. Now that sounds like a bunch of characters that I am excited to read about. <laughs> I've, I've only read one chapter. Um and I already know who one of those characters is in that like description. Oh, I'm so excited. So if you want to follow us on social media, our Instagram and Twitter is at bookbevies, B-O-O-K-B-E-V-V-I-E-S. And our email is bookbevies at gmail.com. Email us, Twitter us, Instagram us, if you want to. If you don't, by all means, don't. (laughs) No pressure. However, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Little bit of pressure there. Pressure on that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.